Welcome to the first Monday podcast that I'm putting out. I tried to put one out last week and had some technical issues, ended up talking for 30 or 40 minutes and 20 and 10 of it recorded. So giving this another try on a Monday. So I hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, The cadence I'd like to get into with the podcast is a Monday, Thursday. I do have a number of guests now lined up. So this is kind of, uh, I don't know if the right phrase is blowing up on me, but it's, uh, we're getting some juice and some people listening to it and getting some great feedback. And uh, that's been great. So I appreciate that. But we do have a number of guests lined up. Uh, and the big the big one was the first guest we had. Uh, I guess we had some people in, on internally for the company I work for with Polaris. But we uh, had our first guest outside of there, Joe Quinn, a week or so ago, where we talked about leadership and his background and the direction he's heading and how he developed teams and how we both kind of uh, look at leadership and uh, how we raise our children, things like that. So it was actually a great conversation. I will have Joe on again. Uh, Joe's a very good friend, lives in the area, lives close to me. Our kids go to school and uh, he's somebody great to just have a conversation with. And uh, and the analytics on that show, uh, uh, it really kind of blew up and people uh, got a lot of uh, enjoyment out of that. I actually got a text message that night, probably around 1030 or so after I had posted that uh, that conversation with Joe, I got a text message that night from a coach that said they were listening to the whole thing late at night and were taking notes like a geek and uh, going to implement some of the things we were talking about. So I appreciate the feedback. It's really been great. And so the cadence is hopefully going to be a Monday, Thursday with the podcast. Monday is really just going to be me. Uh, real quick, I, I promise to, uh, to kind of sharpen that saw a little bit and be able to get a message out quicker without getting long-winded and off track. Uh, to use a phrase that I heard online a, a couple weeks ago, I have a tendency to bounce. So I have a tendency to hear one thing and have something trigger in my mind about something um, something else or something along that road. And so I have a tendency to bounce a little bit. Uh, and then Thursday will be more of these interviews as we get interviews lined up. Uh, we're going to have more people on. We do have some people lined up for this week and probably for the next maybe four weeks, we have people lined up for Thursday. So I, that was one of my asks. If you are interested in having a discussion with me and just talking about you know, what you do for a living and how you do it and the leadership and how you build teams and how you motivate and how you get yourself to get motivated to get out of the cube, uh, you know, reach out to me on Twitter. That's the best way to reach out to me is just uh, at uh, G-E-V-J-E-N on Twitter. So G-E-V-E-N is my Twitter handle and would love to have a conversation with you and have heard from a number of people that would like to be on. So that is kind of the ask. And the other ask is just to maybe share uh, share this info, uh, share the podcast if you do find it valuable. So uh, that that's kind of the cadence moving forward, what you can hope to expect from me, but it is Monday. My hope would be is that I get this out earlier on a Monday so you can maybe listen to it driving in uh, and then get excited about the day, get excited about your week. But this, uh, Gary V said this this week, he gets he, he gets annoyed, frustrated, aggravated, and really gets upset when he hears people talk about Fridays and the weekend and living for the weekends and all that and hating Mondays. And I wrote down in uh, my notes, not the notes that I have in front of me, um, but I'm bouncing to this, is that we hate, most of us, some of us, a few of us, hate like 67% of our lives. We hate it. We hate the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and a little bit of Friday. Or we maybe we like Friday because we know in a few hours we're done. So we really are living our lives for three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then the anxiety and the stress and the frustration that comes with having to get going 
on a Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and just hating roughly like 67%, 64% of your life that you just can't tolerate, don't like, don't look forward to. And that resonates, I mean, that resonated with me. I hope that resonates with you and you think about, or even if it's just Monday, Tuesday. And so I say that because there is a great, so how Monday, how my Monday podcast is going to work is I've got, I take a week's worth of notes on two or three pieces of paper on books. I read YouTube videos. I may watch podcasts. I may listen to, I get up early and then do some of this stuff late at night where I just listen to this stuff, take notes. So this is kind of where the Monday talk will come from is just getting some of this information that I learned out to you. Uh, and so for you to consider. So last week I did hear Gary V say that um, that's, you know, 67% of us really just don't like our lives. We don't like 67% of our lives. So that's something to consider. And then that's your job. And this is your job. This is what you do. This is where you spend eight to 10 hours. And I know people in the technical development community that come home and still write code till one, two o'clock in the morning uh, that just are that passionate, that geeked out about it or under those tight of deadlines, whatever it might be that they're just sitting. And so this is what you do. And for you to not enjoy 67% of your life, given that it's your place of employment, your supervisor, your boss, the type of work you do, the feedback you receive, the appreciation that you may or may not get, uh, the commitment or connectedness that you may have with other people you work with, whatever it might be, for you to have 67% of your life be garbage or something you don't look forward to or you're not passionate about, that you're just going to go sit in your cubicle, put your head down, man. I mean, I think there's a change that can we can make. There's a change that we can make. And again, I don't have answers to all this. I'm bringing things up for discussion and uh, things to consider. Um, again, I don't have any great uh, tried and true tests that uh, or practices to overcome some of this stuff. But uh, so this week, some of the other things I've, I've learned this week, and I, I've got my notes here in front of me, is there's a gentleman named Bob Chapman who's a CEO of a company and one of the third best CEOs in the in the world uh, by Forbes magazine. And I listened to a YouTube video of him. So what you need to do is go to YouTube and you need to do a search on Bob Chapman, and it's an interview that he gives. Uh, here recently, and it's a phenomenal uh, discussion, not interview. It's a phenomenal discussion or lecture that he gives just about leadership and how he leads his teams and what is important to him. And one of the main things he says, uh, if I can find it here in my notes, is the privilege that you have to lead people, it, that it is a privilege uh, that you are leading people and you need to take that privilege really is very serious. And he gave a lot of, at the start of his talk, he gave a variety of Gallup poll results on some, uh, some things. I didn't write them all down, but I did write this down. 88% of the people work for a company that does not care about them. 88% of people work for a company that does not care about them. So ask yourself that question. Does my company care about me? You know, the, the reality is, and I saw this on a LinkedIn little, you know, image or whatever they call these things, memes or whatever. It said, you know, you, you spend your life grinding it out day after day. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing or, or kind of making up what I, what I took away when I read this. But you're spending your life grinding it away for a company day in, day out, weekend, sitting on your couch, doing all this. For a company that will replace, once you retire or move on, you'll be replaced within hours, right? And then just kind of forgot about. 
So, I mean, you have to, 88% of people work for a company that do not care about them. And then he goes on, and some of this is going to be a hodgepodge kind of of things that I wrote down. Um, but we need to, but we need to create leaders, you know. And that was something that we've said in other podcasts. You need to create leaders if you're a leader. That should be one of your main attendants. Should be, hey, I'm going to create other leaders within my the people that are below me. I'm going to teach them how to lead. Um, but shaping the lives of the people that are in my care. So this is from. This is, you know, this is from Bob Chapman. This is not from me. And I've always sat back and said, some of this stuff, it sounds great for a basketball team. Like, hey, we're building a family. We're going to build a community that cares about one another. I'm going to be the leader and the coach. I'm going to develop other leaders. I'm also going to sit there and I'm going to be at your weddings. I'm going to be there when your children are born. I'm going to care about you in the classroom. I'm going to care about you, you know, in the decisions you make out there. I'm going to care about your personal development and your grades and your academics. Like I'm going to do all that, man. That sounds great for an athletic team. And I've gotten feedback or pushback from people that say none of that, most of that will not work. And it doesn't work with professional teams, but here's Bob Chapman who's the third ranked CEO by Forbes magazine in a great interview. And I encourage you all, it's an hour long. I encourage you all to track this down and just go to YouTube and search for Bob Chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N. And he's a, um, um, a Barry Waymiller group, I believe, if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, but find it because he actually thinks very much like a leader of a ball team would think. If I go send my kids, my we do a lot of basketball. My kids are train a lot. We shoot a lot. Um, and you know, I would love for my kids or my hope is, is that my kids can leverage basketball to be educated. Right. But hopefully if they're fortunate enough that when they go to the next level to be educated at a college, that when I hand my kids over to them at 18 years old, that I'm handing them over to somebody that will care about them, that it's not just about points per game or rebounds per game or how they contribute to winning or anything, but that that coach will look across from me and said, I will take it from here. I'll take like their academics, how they behave off the field, how they treat women, how they view alcohol and all that sort of stuff. Right. That that is my hope that they would care. Right. But Bob Chapman approaches his talk very much the same way that his leadership and how he decided to build his company was going to be built on making sure people care. So you got to know two things as a leader, according to Bob Chapman. These are the things, and, and we've said this before, so it validated some of my thoughts and how I think and how I think about the groups that I work with, but also how I look at the groups professionally. So and this, is from, this is from the third-ranked CEO. And I, and I feel uh, validated that I've said some of this stuff in our podcast before, but you've got to know how to inspire and you've got to know how to care, how to inspire and how to care about people. So those are the two uh, main things that he tried to get across. And it really was this idea of caring. And he kind of goes a little bit, you know, I, I wouldn't say off the rails a little bit, but stuff that you just don't hear about with people that are running professional teams and companies. But he talks about the idea of, you know, like this is my, you know, the, these, the people that you're leading are somebody's precious children. He has actually said that these are their precious children and you need to care for them and you need to develop them and you need to push them and motivate them and inspire them at you because that's somebody's kid. Now you could sit there and say, well, yeah, it's somebody's kid. You know, he's 54 years old. Yeah, I understand he's somebody's kid, but you know what? You know, we, we, but to have that mindset of inspiring 
of caring about somebody, of developing them. Like I work at a great company in that my company wants to know, you know, with our one-on-one meetings and our quarterly updates and our and our just our general discussions, the company that I work for wants to know what my goals are, where I want to be, where will I want to be by the end of this year? Where do I want to be in two years? What am I truly passionate about and what drives me? What to, what am I inspired by? Whatever it might be, right? And then trying to gear what we do specifically, not specifically just for me, but me with that work so I can kind of achieve those goals and dreams and aspirations that I have. So that that idea of being able to care about somebody and being able to inspire somebody um, is big time. So this is what people want, according to Bob Chapman. I did listen. So let me give uh, uh, kind of credence to some of this stuff. Listen to Gary Vee a lot, listen to some Tony Robbins stuff, listen to some Bob Chapman stuff, read some more stuff from Daniel Coyle this week, trying to figure out uh, and trying to kind of give credit to some people that I uh, listened to this week. Um, Lewis Howes, Lewis Howe runs a podcast called The School of Greatness. And right now I'm finish, finishing up a podcast where he's with one of the best business and marketing strategists around. And it's uh, that's fairly new on Lewis House. So if you're into marketing and business uh, uh, entrepreneurship, that is definitely a place to go. This is what people want, according to Bob, uh, Bob uh, Chapman. Bob Chapman talks about people being inspired to go to work. They feel safe when they are there and they return home fulfilled. So again, his one of his main points is he talks about, hey, you're going out and spending all this time and being stressed and not being appreciated and being, you know, worked to the bone and, uh, you know, just maybe you're not feeling good about your job situation and going there and just not having it be fulfilling. And then he really says this, he, he goes back and says, and then you go home to wife and kids with all this stress and you continue and you treat them how you were treated at work. So you don't have this great environment. And he feels that the work environment that we create translates into how that family functions. Like he puts that much on himself with that. And he's like, we're not going to do that. The people that work here are going to have such a great experience and be so fulfilled while they work for me that when they go home, the divorce rate will go down. He actually talks about that. The divorce rate will go down within our company just simply because of the environment that we create here. Now, I don't, I just don't know. I I don't hear this type of stuff come out of some of this leadership stuff and I, the leadership conferences that I watch or the leadership talks I, I listen to or, or how I, in the discussions I have with community and, and in the business world, I just don't hear any of this. And I, and I like it. I mean, what, what a great strategy or a great outcome or, or great goals to have by him. If he's truly sitting down saying, hey, we're going to change, you know, however many uh, people work for us, we're going to change their home lives. And this is how we're going to do it. Everybody's going to have a home life. And actually, we're going to, I want divorce rate to go down within our company. And this is how we're going to do it. So to actually think outside, like outside the box like that, most people don't care about that stuff. Um, Most people don't care about that stuff, I believe. The number one, this is from a Gallup poll that he quoted. The number one determinant of happiness is a good job. Having a great job, great people to work with, you're inspired. You're challenged by the work. You're motivated by uh, and inspired by the professional development that you're getting and that you're getting better every day and you're grinding it and that your boss respects you. So to quote Joe Quinn from the other day uh, when he was on our, our podcast and Joe said something really great every Friday, 
he would go around. I forgot what he called it, but he would go around every Friday and just talk with people and not talk about work. But I get, you know, you could sit there and say, you know what, that's Joe showing his people that he cares about them and cares about them more than just as employees. We used to say in coaching that care about you more than just as a basketball player. Yeah, I mean, we're here to play basketball. We're here to do it. But I want each one of you to know that I care about you more as a person, as a student, as a future husband, as a future father, you know, as, you know, an employee. I care about you more in those regards than I do as a basketball player. Like we're here to develop the whole person, right? I wonder if companies do that. I wonder if companies really sit down and say, you know what, I'm here to, I'm going to do what I can to develop you as a whole person. What are your passions? What are your goals? Where do you want to be in five years? How do you see yourself? How can I, and then how can I help you? How can I serve you? How can I help you? Um, So again, so a bunch of different little notes here, Um, but inspired to go to work feel safe when they are there. They return fulfilled. Um, You know, how did this affect your life? How did working here affect your life? It's funny, these, you know, these retirement ceremonies, um, or even when somebody kind of leaves a company, you know, how that's kind of viewed, you know, like, you know, you don't maybe get that appreciation until just the last, the, the last day. You know, I've been, I've been a part of some companies and seen people that have put in 30 or 40 years at a place. I've seen people grind it out for, for 10 years at a place. And I've seen them leave with no fanfare, no handshake. And I've seen them sit there and say, man, if I would have known you liked me this much or appreciated these me this much, man, we could have done more. We could have done better work. Um, so it's the, you know, some of that stuff, um, you know, people in your care and realize their potential. Um, you know, he goes on and talks about where uh, people were doing these uh, agile and lean transformations. And people would give these presentations about lean change management and leaning out a business or a company or a process and finding and lean is really based on waste management. So he would sit here and listen to these you know presentations about this. And then he'd come back and get with the speaker and said, hey, all that sounds great. And I'm not saying it's not important, but you didn't talk about people once. Right. You did not talk about your people once. Um, it's really about people and any business we're in. It's about connecting. And Joe and I talked about this in our podcast a week or so ago. We talked about connecting, being safe and really feeling like you belong. Right. And I know that stuff is kind of fluffy and out there. But, man, if you can create that. And I believe this Bob Chapman does, um, you know, and he creates those, you know, let's be connected. This is a safe place either to mess up or raise your hand or ask questions or to throw opinions out or ideas that may not be, you know, where you might just be quiet in the past. You know, Um, I've had people talk to me that that whenever they had a question or an opinion or an idea, you know, uh, the response was, well, that's a stupid idea. Nobody would ever do that. Now, I've heard that. I've heard that before. And then all of a sudden, okay, well, this isn't the place where I can do that. So I'm just going to be quiet, right? I'll just quiet down, keep my mouth shut and just grind it out. You know, I'm paid well, I'm paid well, I'll just be quiet or sitting there saying, you know what, this got to be safe. Then do I belong with these people? Do I belong with this company? Do I belong and have a sense of connection even with the products that we're building? Um, So, you know, well, but the lean, you know, you forgot about the people he was saying, um, uh, the other thing is, you know, just kind of leadership stuff, you know, uh, some of the quick notes here, you know, officers eat last being self-aware, you know, he really only hearing your voice, um, just being really self-aware. That's a big Gary V thing right now. Just being really aware of 
yourself and who you are and what your goals are and where you're going and just and then not listening to anybody else. So that's more my notes here. I don't uh, really break it up into who says what I just I just write. But these notes here and I, uh, this is all Gary V where he's talking about just being self-aware. That is where it all starts with him in terms of being uh, finding goals and your direction and your compass on where you're heading. It really starts with who you are, being true to who you are, what you want, uh, who you want to involve, who you can lean on, who you can ask for guidance from, be a mentor, whatever, like just be aware of it. And Jen, don't let anybody else inside your head with it. Right. So, I mean, I can, I take this. And when I talk with people about this actually recently about this podcast, yeah, this podcast I'm telling you right now is way out of my comfort zone. I enjoy it. I like talking. I love the feedback I'm getting. I'm getting feedback that, hey, this is great. I'm getting a lot out of it. The analytics and the numbers are going up. This is great. I, uh, and my idea, but I had to get the voices out of my head. It's stupid. You're not smart enough. You don't have, you know, uh, you're going to embarrass yourself. What, you know, all these little voices, you know, what if this person listened to it and says this, you know, people I might look up to and admire, what if they, and I, once I cleared all that out and really was Gary V just saying, you know, really stick it to everybody else. I'm not going to turn it into a cussing podcast, but just stick it to everybody else. Who cares? Like if one person finds value, if one person can implement one thing, if one, and I've received these on, on Twitter, if one person sends a nice note out and says, Hey, thanks for that. Or if I get a text message at 1030 at night from a coach that's leading people and leading, leading, you know, a basketball program says, Hey, I listened to the whole thing and took notes, man, that's big time. Um, but so, but be self-aware of what you're passionate about and what you want to provide and the value you want to give to people and then clear out the, clear out everything in your head, just clear it out. Um, Gary V also says this, and I believe this, and this was, I, I laid out in 2018, a bunch of goals for myself and started working on that in December of 2017. And I've been implementing all of these for 2018. And this is one of mine. And to hear Gary V talk about it and to have it be in my notes and have it be a, a, something that he talked about last week was was big time for me. Um, my my one of my main objections objectives for 2018 was to clear out any negativity, any pessimism and any criticism uh, from my life in terms of people like I just wasn't going to have any of that uh, around me. I just wasn't going to do it. Um, I, I want to be surrounded by positive, uplifting, encouraging, um, inspiring people daily. And it's not that I don't have that come down on me. It does. Um, I do hear about that stuff, but I quickly dismiss it, move on, change my environment, whatever it is. Like I just not having it. Right. But Gary V talked about this uh, and it, it's, it's not like a huge paragraph. It's one, one, one sentence, but add more people with positivity and optimism. Add more of those people in your life with positivity and optimism. Um, but uh, we talked about this last week um, with Joe, and I stole this in, in a talk with Joe, even though it was on this week's notes. But uh, being able to leave a legacy, you know, when it's all said and done, being able to leave a legacy. So if you're if you're that uh, 50, 60 year old uh, person who's now changing jobs, careers, or retiring, and you've been at a place for 30 years, and you're about to get your nice watch and walk out the door and then be replaced tomorrow, right? You know, you know that, 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 that happens. It's unfortunate that it happens. It's unfortunate that we appreciate people on their last day instead of trying to figure out every day that these people that go to work to be inspired and they feel safe when they're there, and then they return home to their families being fulfilled. Like, man, I was 
I was appreciated today. I was listened to today. I contributed today. I got my personal development was better today. Like those are the things that we should be doing as a leader instead of this 88% of the people work for a company that doesn't care about them and 67% of, and we hate as people probably hate 67% of our lives. Right? I mean, that I, I can say that there are times and I've been at places where I've worked where it's like, man, I just want to get home. I want it to be five o'clock because, you know, the real joy of my life is being with my two kids and shooting hoops in the driveway. Right. And I'm working towards that. Like the rest of this stuff is just garbage. Like I don't like it. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not getting better. And it's a paycheck, all that. Man, that's that's a horrible way to live. And just to sit there and say, man, 24 hours today. And I get to go to this job for eight to 10. And on top of that, when I get home, I get to do this with my kids or have do this with my spouse or go meet with my family and do this. I'm like, man, that's going to be a really fulfilling day, man. I'm going to now all of a sudden I'm going to treat everybody in my life a little bit better just because I'm more fulfilled. Um, You know, so 88% of of the people uh, there. um, But the thing that about legacy, okay, to circle back to that, I I bounced right there for a second. Um, we uh, Gary V says this, I want people to remember that I brought them value. So if that's me at 60 and I'm walking out the door, hopefully I've been appreciated for 30. Hopefully I've been fulfilled. And hopefully because of that, I have a great family environment. And my stress is low, right? The stress is low. Where does your stress come from? Your stress comes from your job, right? If that is where you're spending eight to 10 hours a day and more um, and you don't like it and you hate it and you're not looking forward to it, that's where your stress comes. But I'm sitting there and I've been appreciated for 30 years, uh, but everybody can sit, but I can sit there and I can look at the people or somebody can say back to me that we provided value, that it was we provided value or that I provided value to other people. So that's a big Gary V thing as well. I want people to remember that I brought them value. Um, and you know, it's, there's, there's, I I wrote down that there's, um, you know, two type of people. Um, there's two type of people when, and this was a Gary V thing as well. I'm sorry to always be saying Gary V, but I do listen to him a lot. And he, he, I'll tell you what you go to where you go to where you're inspired. You really just go back to the well that inspires you. And the well for me that inspires me right now is just Gary V because he just doesn't give a blank. He doesn't give a blank, right? He just wants to grind it every day. He wants to improve and he's self-aware of who he is, what he wants to do. And that resonates with me. Like when I listen to him, I'm like, man, I don't give a blank either. I don't, I don't care. I'm just going to grind it out and go forward and move forward. But there's two pipe, there's two types of people. And then I'll wrap this up. It's already 26 minutes. I want these to be less than 30. Um, There's two types of people. There are people that when they have somebody say something like you're stupid, it's not going to work, negativity, pessimism, cynicism, whatever it might be is coming at you that you can't do things. There's two types of people. One that says, you're probably right. I think you're right. I think I should stop. I think I am embarrassing myself. I don't think anybody's getting any value out of this. I don't think I'm smart enough to contribute. I don't think I'm smart enough to do that. I think, I think you're right. I think those are one type of per- that is one type of person. The other type of person is perfect. I'll prove you wrong. Great. Keep telling me, keep telling me what I can't do and I'll prove you wrong. Right. Gary V has the phrase that says, we'll see. We'll see. You tell me X, Y, Z, I can't do that. I'm not smart enough, good enough, intelligent enough, connected enough, financially savvy enough or secure enough resources, you know, whatever it might be. Okay. We'll see. So you got to, you got to, I wonder what you are. So ask yourself, cause I'll tell you for a long time, I've been like, I hear negativity. I hear all this. Yep. You're probably right. 
I think you're probably right. I should, I should, what is it? Uh, I should stay in my lane, right? Is that the phrase? Stay, I should probably stay in my lane a little bit more, right? I should just be nose down, accept who I am, right? Somebody used to say, you know what? We need people to work at McDonald's. Like we need people to, to work at Lowe's. We need people to work at these fast food places. We need people to work and bag your groceries and people to work the seafood market. Those are honorable professions, but we need people to do them, right? Not everybody is going to be the CEO of these companies. So we need people in these other roles. Okay, I understand. But it's not, But you sit there and say, okay, you're probably right. I'll just put my head down and be that guy. I'll just work in the seafood mart. That'll be me. Or you can say, you know what? No, I'm going to be, I'm going to run this company. I'm going to run it. No, you can't. You're not smart enough. Just get back. No, no, we'll see. We'll see. So you got, those are, that really resonated with me this week with Gary V this idea of we'll see. And I, I wrote these, the two phrases of about two people were, were something I was kind of thinking of. There's two people in my mind and uh, that I'll prove you wrong or you're probably right. Right. Um, and I ask you which one you are. So I wanted to keep this short there. I have many more notes here. I'd encourage you. Uh, I want to leave with this. One, I tracked down the Bob Chapman interview, if you can, on YouTube. I'm sorry I don't have more information on exact uh, terms that you can search for him. Um, look, look up IT, 2018 IT Leadership Summit. 2018 IT Leadership Summit. If you are a coach, if you are a salesman, and I'm just going off of what I know, people who, who the demographic of people that do listen to this. If you are in IT, if you are sitting in a cubicle, if you are a director, if you are a salesman, if you are a basketball coach, um, if you are a recruiter, if you are a CEO, a founder, like those are the people that are listening to this podcast. And I know it because of, of, the, of the LinkedIn and the analytics I see. If you're a, like, go watch this video. It's an hour long, Bob Chapman, 2018 IT Leadership Summit, and just watch it. I'd encourage you to take notes. I'd encourage you to always have your notes out and be taking notes. So that's one takeaway from today. I also want to leave uh, every day I write, uh, every day when I listen to this stuff, I write down, uh, I write down my notes, but there's also a section I have in the lower right-hand corner of all my pieces of paper that I take notes on. And it's called books and people. And I just kind of put a title up there. Uh, I might be too goofy with this stuff, but books and people like books I need to buy and people I need to research or try to talk with, or meet, or connect with, right? So let me tell you this, Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K, Simon Sinek, is somebody to look, somebody to listen to on YouTube. Uh, that, that, was a big, uh, that was a big name for me this week. Jim Womack is a keynote speaker that I listened to at a mastermind a week or so ago that has a couple books out, and actually uh, I have exchanged a few messages with him. So, and Todd Cashton, K-A-S-H, D-A-N. So those are, and then Bob Chapman, those were the three names that I kind of took away that last week of people to research, learn from, and uh, find out more about and potentially meet. Um, although some of these people are big, uh, bigger names. Uh, the books that we should, uh, that I uh, looked at and, and going to purchase or start reading are People Over Profit. Uh, everybody, the One Minute Manager is an old time book that has come up over and over again in the past week or so. And I've read parts of it and haven't read all of it. Uh, that was a big one. Uh, there's a book called Everybody Matters and a book that everybody at my company seems to be talking about called Radical Candor. So those are the books and the people that we need to read and research and find out more about. Um, 
and if you're taking notes on uh, some people have told me that they they actually do take notes on some of these podcast topics um, but those would be some people to uh, look into the Simon Sinek and I may not be saying that right S I N E K I found really interesting just uh, he the, he had a podcast he had a YouTube interview where he was talking about the addiction of of technology the addiction of phones and devices and how when that phone buzzes or beeps that it, it, it like releases something in our brains and you know that whole you know that releases something in our brains much like a chemical drug would do and all that and i found that really interesting and just being being more present with where we're at instead of being more present in that phone or that device and i thought it was really good um, but it was really centered around motivation and laziness and crushing things so hey that's a quick video uh, quick um i really appreciate it that's your monday get after it i guess uh i hope you all have a great week i i have somebody really special coming on thursday that i really admire uh i've actually worked for him before uh, my first job in IT was with this person. I'm not going to, uh, I want to make sure he he is coming on. We are set up for Thursday, but I just want to make sure he's on before I uh, get it all out there. But he's, you'll really enjoy Thursday's podcast. I am really looking forward to it. He's a friend of mine. I worked for him for a little bit, how he lives his life, what he does, what his family does for people in the community uh, is phenomenal, phenomenal. And he's, uh, he's uh, very, uh, high up in the IT cybersecurity world. And I'm super excited about having him on as another guest of ours. And uh, that, that will be one of those conversations you'll walk away with going that, Hey, I need to know who that guy is. Uh, and it will be, it could be a life-changing conversation with you just because of how he lives his life. So I'm really looking forward to it. So anyway, that's your Monday. Get after it, I guess. And it's uh, 33 minutes in. I really appreciate it. hope you get something out of it. Again, if uh, reach out to me on Twitter, G Evian, uh, G E V J E N provide any feedback. If you're interested in coming on, uh, and having a discussion with me on one of my Thursdays, uh, that would be great. And please share this out with, uh, with whomever you have out there. Have a great Monday. Knock it out this week.